Jolt. The Jolt. Jolt. This is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. Kylie Minogue getting us started on a new hour here on the Jolt Sirius XM OutQ. It is uh, 80s Music Tuesday. We go back to the 80s for a little comfort. Uh, because there's no weekend on either side of Tuesday, right? Where you're, you're in it, and there's no running out. So the music gives a soft place to land, as we say. So still ahead this morning, Lucy Lawless is going to be stopping by our studio to talk about joining the cast of Salem. But right now, sit up straight, Keith Price. I am. A legend has entered the room. Yes. <laughs> Linda Carter. She's Hello, here. my darling. Oh, hi, you guys. It's great to be here. It's so good to see you. New York City. You're looking... On top of a building. I know. <laughs> we have a great view, too. You do. Lots of clouds, but it's still a nice view. It's still in the city. Exactly, exactly. So, Miss Carter yes. has many, many great things going on. She's uh, She's got a new show called Long-Legged Woman. Mm. Yeah, baby. And you do have long legs. I do. You're I the do. first person I offered to lower the seat for, and you looked at me like, Really? Uh, I think I can manage. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is a song I wrote, and then I named the, uh, named the show after it. Uh, it's a song I wrote just because I thought it was really, it's really kind of funny. The, and the lyric is is uh, a little tongue-in-cheek. Mm. Uh, uh, cheek. Uh, I'm a long-legged woman, and I'm looking for a good-hearted man. Ooh. I'll give you miles of comfort. Ooh. I know you know I can. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So she oh. is going to be uh, at Jazz at Lincoln Center. On the 17th and 18th, that's a very special place to play. It is. It's the, the very um, special place. It's, it's the, the Appel Allen Room. room or the Appel Room. Yeah, the Appel Room at Jazz. Yeah. It's a beautiful room. It's, it's the best the room, sound. I think. Mm. I think it's not the, a bad it, seat to sit in. It's the best room, I think, I have certainly ever played. Uh, it is, uh, you're looking over a central, you know, Columbus Circle, Central Park South, and and uh, it, it, we like to do it in the springtime. We like to do it start it a little early at seven thirty. So you're you're just at the dusk period, mm. and you're watching the uh, you're watching the lights come on all through the show, and then it's dark by the time you're done. It's great. It, it, and and you know we have a uh, I have ten piece band, uh, seven musicians and three singers on the stage with me, and they're Grammy winning, award winning platinum and gold album winning uh, musicians and uh, um, uh, eight-time drummer of the year and jazz musician of the year and uh, all kinds of stuff. So, so it's a great, it's a it's great, a great night great, of music. It's a great night of music and we do uh, a, a little bit of original as I mentioned and and we do uh, someone's dog is barking. <laughs> is that your phone? That's my phone. Oh my goodness, that is the coolest <laughs> ringtone ever. Yes. Linda so sorry. Don't be sorry. That was some, that was so much fun. Is that your dog? No, it's not my dog. It's just a, it's just a little app. <laughs> <laughs> People think it. that was so much fun. That was great, <laughs> adorable. And well, every time it rings, you know, I just it makes me laugh. So uh, yeah, and it blinks, and, and I, it blinks. And, yeah. That's oh, a, totes adorbs, totes, as the kids yeah. would say. I, I, 
Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, Linda Carter joining us here on The Jolt. So this is very, very interesting to me. As I was thinking about your your visit today, it occurs to me that you intended to be a singer before an actor. Yes, I did. Uh, I was... I started off at earning a living at singing at 14. Yeah, you've been in the game for a minute. doing it a long time. And what's so amazing is that through the the, the acting years, Wonder Woman, movies, all of that, you you were laser-focused on your music. Because I remember when you were on... Was it during Wonder Woman that you released an album? I released an album. A big pop album at the time. Yeah, a big pop album. And then... uh, I did five specials for CBS, uh, m- uh, musical variety specials, and we won an Emmy for one. I remember. And uh, I, I mean, I work with everyone from yeah. Ray Charles, Tom Jones, Glenn Campbell, um, Kenny Rogers. So it was great. So, so do you feel um, occasionally disappointed when people are want to talk to you first about your acting, even though music has been truly your life's blood i find i find that whatever whatever anyone wants to talk about is fine with me i uh, long ago figured that people like to put other people in boxes yeah so um you know i I have a lot of boxes (laughs) you know i got the you know i'm tall or you're too tall yeah (laughs) you know never too tall darling or your former Miss USA, or you're a former, you know, uh, used to sing. Well, if you're singing, you can't act. If you're an actor, you can't sing. Yeah. And it blah, 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 blah. So do you it, f- I just never pay any attention to it and go with the flow and live my life and do the best I can as I'm muddling through it. But just, again, looking looking at your timeline, um, remarkably journey woman like focused like you you obviously jumped on the various things that came your way as they made sense to you but the music was so consistent and it's funny because um as a longtime fan i was always aware of the music I, i bought the records and you know continued to support your music um but it's just so interesting how the media has really zeroed in really on kind of one or two things when I, I think that I don't think that's that's not uncommon Wonder Woman was uh, I think every actor or uh, every musician they, they've got their hit that they were first known for yeah. and and people want to continue to go back because it it has some resounding effect on their own person and and um, you know, I, 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 I'm. What you're bringing up is kind of interesting because I'm not usually. I do a lot of interviews over a lot of a period of time, and you really kind of get sick of answering the same questions, um, or sick of basically talking about yourself. To be honest with you, um, you know, of <laughs> 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 um, uh, I get bored with myself. Uh, but sitting here with you and kind of bringing up some, something that's a little more thoughtful uh, I, I I really have worked at not having resentments about any of that stuff um, I really made an effort to understand where people are coming from when they want to focus either on a negative thing or focus on just one part of of, uh, uh, of my career and uh, 
And that's okay. Well, it's interesting because Wonder Woman uh, continues to be, I think, so important to people because no one's been able to replicate it. And I don't just mean the character. I mean the idea of a woman in that kind of iconic leading role. Right. And so I think we're we're fascinated uh, by how'd you do that? Nobody else is able to do it. They keep trying to do it. They keep thinking, well, maybe it's the outfit. Well, it ain't the outfit. It's the person inside the outfit. So do you allow yourself to move past the same old, same old, and just think, well, no, what's really causing all of this is the fact that nobody else has been able to do it. Well, I have my own views on why that is. I think that uh, people continue to try to figure it out, and it's so simple. It, it, it really is the whole of a woman. It is not just, it's not putting a, uh, you know, putting di- making it really about a man, but putting a woman in it, you know, because she's not really about fighting. She's not really about superpowers. She's not really about any of those things. She's really about about something that is more of an archetype, that is a more complex uh, a person, and uh, one that uh, you know is not going to put up with bullying, and is standing up for what she thinks is right, and is you know, and is not. Uh, you know, if somebody is, is looking at her the wrong way and they've got a wife next to them, and says, she'd pop them right upside the head and tell them to get a grip. You know, it, 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 she's got a... I, I tried to play her with a, a, a bit of a self-deprecating humor when people would react to her. Uh, and she would go... Because, you know, you don't think that much of yourself when you're in it. And I just tried to play who the person was and not... You can't play a superhero. You just can't do it. Well, it's like playing an idea as opposed to a human being. Yeah. You know? So, and there's a sweetness to her. And I think they try to make her into some, you know, something different. Well, I remember um, when when all of that happened. And age is a beautiful thing because you get to say, I remember when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, we met you as her at a time when the world really needed it. When women really needed you. Mm-hmm. Really, really needed you and really needed you in that role. Um, and that's a huge responsibility. I didn't think of it like that, though. I, I, I did feel the responsibility when I took the role. I did, I, I, I set out to have uh, women either want to be her or be her best friend. And that it, that it wasn't about sex appeal. And it was, all of the rest of that stuff is going to take care of itself. She really, for the time, if you remember miniskirts and all that, uh, for the time, she really wasn't. She was in a one-piece bathing suit, basically, with boots on. <laughs> right. So really, and they're overthinking it so hard right now. Right, right. So, so, so it, it, it really isn't about that. And I think when somebody is sexy or whatever, it is when it, 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 it's not when they're playing it. You know, it's not playing at it. If you're playing at it, it ain't there. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because to, the last last word I, I would love to add to this part of our conversation is that while women were experiencing this with you, 
you became one of the most important figures among gay men. I know. <laughs> it no. is. I mean, among gay men, yeah. nothing, no one more important to this very minute. Yeah. To this very minute. So cool. Isn't that crazy? And I'm, I cross over lesbian women as well. Well, duh! Look at you, you're hot. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, but what's what, what's interesting about that is that, uh, well, uh, it very loyal group of people, and I think it's once again the archetype of the secret self, the part of you that that is so much more than any of the labels that anyone wants to put on you. Uh, it's not. It, it, it's about being powerful and good and all of those secret parts of yourself that uh, that you uh, are misjudged by mm. so I think that's where the that's where it comes from and see talking to Linda Carter here on the jolt it's uh, 17 past the hour all of this is what makes you an interesting music artist thank you because thank because having followed your musical journey very closely um you've darted in and around different genres Mm -hmm. um you've been the actor turned singer singer turned i mean all these labels nobody can figure out the fuck they're doing half the time (laughs) um and 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 part of what you talk about bringing to that iconic character is what i hear you put into your music because i've seen you on stage before and it's very raw for something so smooth and beautiful, very raw. How do you Thank balance you. that? It's about storytelling. It's really I know, but you tell some real stories, girl. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, some of those I, stories I'm like, if I were wearing mascara, they'd be running right now. Yeah, it's about what it's. I wrote a song that I'm doing this year uh, about my son, but it, it is really a, about everyone's child and the the philosophy behind it is is uh, uh you know there are these various stages and then y- you turn around and that and your child has changed but just a little mm. it's not some giant change they all happen in these gradual small stages and uh and so that's what this song is about and i i'm really happy with the way this turned out i actually uh was working with a guy named john jarvis who's a two-time grammy winning songwriter and uh, gave him the lyric and and we put this together uh we are um uh, so like in, in in a song i did on my first album it was the first one um desperado i uh, changed up the chords on it and uh uh, change the melody just slightly and it would it, it the reason I wanted to do it it's been done a zillion times but I wanted to do it in this particular way to tell the story of of my nephew who uh, who I love very much but has been has been involved in addiction he has just not been able to pull it together and and so this is about that you know uh, you got to come to your senses you've been out riding fences for too long yeah for so long now so how when you when you're not writing, when you are choosing a song like Desperado to to cover, whether it be in the studio or on stage, um, obviously you're looking for a story. Is there is there a story that you've yet to tell that you're looking oh. forward to? Oh yes, I have. I, I absolutely. 
And it is as I come across other people's music or as I write my own, it, it's the, it, that's the experience of doing a new show every year. I do a new show every year because I don't have a lot of hit records that I can repeat doing. <laughs> Just, you know. <laughs> so I like to bring a new show every year, particularly to here at Jazz, in New York at Jazz at Lincoln Center. And it's something that I hope that, that uh, people rely on, that they know every year they're going to get a new show. It's not going to be a repeat of, of the show last year. And uh, I am always, uh, I spend all year long looking at new music. I, it doesn't just happen when I decide to put a new show together. There's never a theme to the show that I do because I don't know what I'm going to end up with. How do you know that you've got the bones of of a show coming together i don't you don't <laughs> no so then how do you decide when the show is ready to go up well i do rehearsals and i've i've already gone through a whole process of a year's worth of of music and i'm li listening to the lyric i'm downloading the lyric i'm looking at if it's something i want to say and then how do i want to say it and then i i uh, get a key and then I take it to the band, and uh, I'll know trying it two or three times if it's something I feel that strikes a, uh, the right chord with me. Um, and then, you know, uh, I, I think that I, I always have more ballads than I do up-tempo stuff. And you can't do a whole show of ballads, you know. People would fall asleep. So, <laughs> I, I grew up cliff. with my, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I grew up with my mother's uh, old blues albums, uh, the, a lot of juke joint stuff, and um, uh, a lot of dirty lyrics, and and uh, she just loved these anything that was some kind of a torch song that hmm. was pain and. And some guy's done her wrong, you know. And, and so uh, I, uh, I tend to, to gravitate toward uh, uh, have the most fun singing those kinds, of, those kinds of songs. So I have a lot of them in my repertoire. Well, yeah, and you, you know how to kind of like, there's something really interesting about how your voice has evolved with time and yes. age. And that now you've got this really saucy, lower kind of thing going on that's yeah. really kind of broady kind of body broad <laughs> but I you know what it. i've also done is that i've at my upper register now is just uh, you know i'm using it all so i'm i'm really screaming on some of these uh you know high c's and all the rest of it so so much fun it's yeah. so much fun miss linda carter thank you madam thank you for coming to see us now now come to jazz at lincoln center yes now let me, friday let, me and saturday. let me take care of the business here she's going to be at jazz at lincoln center this friday and saturday it's in the appell room uh she'll also be appearing later this month <clears throat> excuse me in toronto at uh the richmond hill performing arts center and in palm springs at the agua caliente casino and, uh, and it does feature her all-star band. And um, actually, on May 7th, Linda is going to be honored by the United Cerebral Palsy uh, in New York at their Women Who Care luncheon. So um, it's going to be a lovely, lovely spring. Yeah. Lovely spring indeed. So exactly. I, I had one song, exactly. one song by Linda Pold, but we've been talking about the Torchy songs, and one of my 
favorites is your cover of Crimea River. Oh, thank I you. I love how you do this song. Mm-hmm. There's something about the what you bring to it. Thank you. That, uh, I, that if you'll indulge me, I'm going to play right now. Uh, and uh, we'll see you again soon, I hope. Thank you so much. Stick guys. around. There's more to come on The Jolt.